Hey everyone, it's Eric Oldman and you are listening to the Rockin' Chicago Show. Tonight we have a jam-packed episode. It is going to go over. Um, I already told Clarissa at our station KLRC Lightning Radio uh, out in moments that uh, we had a lot to cover this week and I have to kind of squeeze it all in. So uh, we have a, f- a few different events we're going to be covering tonight. First and foremost is our fundraiser show for the fall. It's called Songs for Shelter. And it is up at Redline Tap this Friday, featuring a very eclectic and exciting uh, mix of bands, uh, featuring White Knight Satellite. They're kind of a sort of a garage punk um, ska. I don't know. They're just a really badass band. And I just found out about them recently. I like the name. It rolls off your tongue. And they're just really cool people, too. Um, and we also have my friends in uh, Jan King and Medicine Ball performing a uh, fantastic solid blues rock band. And... Uh, Psycho Sister joined the bill, and as many of you who follow Rock in Chicago uh, know that Dawn, the lead vocalist, is also uh, one of the, or actually our, the co-founder with me. She helped me uh, start all this a few years back. So she's on the bill with her band, and then we have uh, our friends in Faces of the Bog making a return, headlining the show for us uh, on Friday. And we're going to be chatting with Trey and Mark from Faces of the Bog in a minute here. Uh, we're going to kick things off with a new demo track from them. This is Drifter on the Rockin' Chicago Show.
So, uh, yeah, we have Trey and uh, Mark from Faces of the Bog sitting here. And we have uh, Hello. Mel, uh, who uh, works with us at Rocket Chicago. She's uh, uh, doing a co-host gig tonight. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Um, but, yeah, getting back to uh, the bill we put together, it's different. It's, you know, we got um, sort of a garage punk jazz early rock thing going on with the first band white knight satellite and we're going to play tunes from everybody later on uh, the episode too um and you know the other bands that we got in we got a really solid blues rock with uh, jan king and the medicine ball uh jan king's been around uh since the late 70s she was in a band called the orchids out in la and then she was oh, in puss in boots after that they're kind of a hair metal band um but jan and uh, her drummer tammy moved from la to chicago about oh 15 20 years ago they've been doing the medicine ball gig and uh really just solid uh hard-hitting good blues rock you know no no pretenses no uh and there's no like it's it doesn't sound dated or anything it just it's just it's got balls and it's like mm-hmm. you know with a somebody you know being female fronted and having a female uh drummer uh just really hard-hitting stuff you know my buddy keith who plays with me is the bassist for that and i also have psycho sister that's joining us um you know some of you out there listening maybe may or may not be familiar with psycho sister it used to be called Punchbox. that's actually uh Don Casey Perot's band. Don was one of the people who founded Rock in Chicago with me. Uh, they're real kind of a heavy, straight-ahead, hard rock metal thing going on. And then we got, you know, again, Faces of the Bog. And you guys came in, and I'm just really excited. Just the the, the eclectiveness of the bill is something that I personally enjoy, you know. It's not all the same thing. So, um, I don't know. How you guys doing? I just got to say the the tone of your voice really calms me down. I feel, <laughs> I feel real, uh, like I'm zen right now. I get real deeper and deeper, way way down. Uh, no, fantastic. Yeah, we're happy to be part of it, and thanks for yeah, baby, for bringing us out. And uh, you know, we put some like for a good cause, and, and that's gonna be a great show. Looking forward to meeting some yeah some cool cats. You know, yeah, Dig it, baby groovy. So before we we kind of get into that that's i'm just kind of curious we, we found out about you guys that was 2012 ish you guys had a demo um we heard you um and it was really really good music we'll, we'll gloss over the that's very production nice values it's a demo <laughs> they weren't so produce. nice back then <laughs> no i mean everybody here even like i think jeff was the guy that reviewed it, it was like yeah you know we want to hear more it's like and obviously here we are sitting here two three mm. years later it's like fantastic music i mean we had you guys on at the heavy holidays uh food drive last year at uh, bobby mcgee's and yeah it was just oh that wow. was a hell that was a hell of a show yes 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 um so uh just kind of like rewinding though like okay how did you guys come together like just the band's like kind of history be a bit your elevator I mean, it's, it's i i you know i don't know if i should be the one to tell because i can talk for days about it but <laughs> basically i've known i've known the drummer a really long time yeah. we were in bands when i was younger uh and then we kind of uh always talked here and there but then i we were out at a uh one of our friends is actually in hollywood right now and he's a uh, shout out to gary he's he's like producing uh he just did a movie with uh william h macy yeah, but he did you another one with uh, Zoe Kravitz and uh, oh wow, that Emil Hirsch. Okay, but yeah, so either way, so uh, we he was throwing together some kind of Halloween bash for himself, and his he had this film premiere he was putting out. So we were just kind of getting drunk and having fun, and just started talking about jamming. And then we, you know, were jamming for a while. We wanted to bring more people in. We met Trey. We met a couple of bass players. Had okay, our deal with that. And then we met Paul in October of. 
2011, I think. So it's been four Possibly. years. Yeah. 2011, yeah, October 2011, and then it's been wow. it's been it's been gravy ever since. We're we're glad to have him, and it, I think that's really when the blog was done. Because prior to that, we were doing like really like. Uh, Kind of curish uh, with a heavier edge emo. It, it was an, it was different. And, you wouldn't yeah, recognize. I, it I like all, all kinds of music, so don't 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 fault me for that. You know, no, but it was trying you know, to find your sound. Right? I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I personally think it was it was myself working through a lot of BS. Okay. and and they were just going along with it. Okay. <laughs> when well, you guys came together, did you know what you wanted to sound like, or did you just bring your different influences in, and it just became what it is? I'm I'm glad you went there because, like, what he was saying, the way we kind of started off, it was just like we were kind of feeling things out, and it's like, hey, this is what I think I should be playing right now at this stage in my life, and you know, then you know, we we brought Paul in, um, and we were jamming on the stuff that we I think we had six or seven songs written. And then one night, I think we all just were in a room and we were just like, you know what, let's just, let's just jam, you know, for like, and it started off, it's just like, you know, we were just, I think we were just kind of burnt out of just repping all these songs and we just jammed and it was the kind of like a defining moment, the seeds of what you hear today. And we're just, we all just kind of looked at her, which is like, we're like, dude, that's what we need to be doing right now. And we threw everything out and just basically started over. You just have to smoke a lot of grass (laughs) and play a lot of music. Kind of distilled it a little bit, right? It it makes it like a filter. It's like the music almost makes itself. Okay. Um, No, but yeah, with us, it really is like that. I mean, like we, the problem is in the, like, there's no, we have no problem getting in a room and just playing our asses off and like, like the souls are are there the souls on fire whatever you want to call it but i mean yeah um there's definitely a connection in the room with all of us but the the hard part is is like grabbing those moments yeah and then you know i look at it as like a block of clay and you have to find what you know the sculpture inside of it or whatever you want to look at it as but um that's that's the hard part because we we can uh, any one of us are capable of making great riffs sure. great great little songs and and then we all just get in there and so you guys each have like a real collective process with like developing the material that yeah it's, it's totally it's, democratic wow, i mean it's, it's okay. 25 percent each guy the whole way i mean it's That's it's really cool. it really is it's, it can get a little uh hard to sort out which direction to go in sometimes <laughs> but it's it why we sound like we it do is, it you know? is. Yeah. and and and, and pr- you know you guys I have to say this. They did slam us on the demo, just rocking Chicago. And I'm only yep. talking shit because I'm joking. It's, I'm right. giving you guys a nudge, nudge. Well, yep. and, and rightfully so. You know, we, we put out a... Uh, well, Sub-par. I don't want to get into that. We, we should, Subpar you know. demo. Yeah, it was, it was just... It was a it was an earlier stage of where we were, you know. We yeah. were still finding ourselves. But nowadays, I think... Things also cost money, too, though. And, I mean, yeah. that's the other thing. It's like... It is. Hard. I mean, as good as the music can sound, if you don't have the means, you don't have the means. And I mean, that's. I, I could certainly understand that. You know. Yeah. There, um, well, there's a whole situation involving that, too, sure. which I'm not going to get into. But sure. it, there was a lot of. <laughs> we were trying. We had a timeline. We yeah. were trying to meet and. Right. We, we, we there was a lot of moving parts, and it's just like sure. it didn't really happen the way it should have happened. So that's what we ended up with. But it, <laughs> so. yeah, but addressing that whole thing, it's. Yeah. I'm just like. You know, it's it's just me being funny, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's not a you know. I think we've come a long way and we've grown a lot. Yeah. And we needed we needed to be in that room for however long we're in there now to be where we're at today, and, and yeah, uh, we're we're happy to be here. We've got really good things going on, and I, I'm just really can excited for what's coming. All right, can so. we talk about some of those good things? 
Yeah, let this guy say because he's the one who's uh, he's got the good he's things conversing. going. <laughs> he's, well, he's, he's a good he's a good thing bringer. Yeah, he's, um, he's got the mojo. Okay. Second week of January, we will be in studio with uh, Sanford Parker. Wow, nice. Um, and we're going to record this album. It's going to be a, a yes. double LP. It'll be pressed on vinyl. Wow. Um, artwork is in the works. It's it's going to be the whole package. Um, and uh, yeah, we're recording at uh, Electrical Audio. Nice. Um, yeah, we didn't. We figured as long as we've been working on this, it, it deserves its due. So we're not really, yeah. we're not really holding anything back as far as yeah. It sounds. I mean, what it takes to get it done, you're and done you're, right. Yeah, so. that's the whole thing. Is like you're doing it right. It's it takes time to do that. Cause I mean, I, I have conversations with guys that are fans of your bands too. It's like, oh yeah, Faces of the Bog. You should have them on the show. I'm like waiting for that album. <laughs> I know. You know, it's, it's, it's like we're like the tool of the underground right. Chicago scene. <laughs> right. And I hate to yeah. like attribute us to that. But, yeah, but it, I mean, sometimes it takes time to get stuff done. And no, this is yeah, you really have like a piece good, of art. It's yeah. the whole thing's mm-hmm. a package. That's exactly what I mean. Right. It's, it, the whole it's the artwork's gonna everything's layered. It's there's not concept, product. There's it's a concept art. to it. I mean, right. it, there's a whole thing, you know, and, and you can take it or leave it for whatever you want. But um, right, that's your process yeah. with it, though. Yeah. yeah. Every every piece of what's going to go into this is touching something else. You yeah. know, everything ties in. Yeah. I mean, everyone's poured their heart and soul. I mean, we've had so many things happen along the way too with people, you know, that are personal with everyone and. And you know it's 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 mm-hmm. been a quite a process, and you know like I was I was saying to you earlier, you know I've got buddies around the town who are who are playing shows and stuff, and, and they're yeah. having a hard time keeping um, these musicians around and keeping. Right. These you guys have a solid guys. lineup, you know, right? We gotta, yeah, like right. I, we've been together since 2011, and, right. and no one's. Right. And we we're in a room twice a week. Yeah. And we're we're hammering it out, and I, I I've walked out of there on times. I mean, there's we you know we're right. brothers. We fight. You know. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's, it's, a, it's a deal. You get into it. You know. But I it's, think it's we've all had process. those moments. Oh yeah. <laughs> we've got a uh, we've got a uh, what what is that? It's a five thirty five. There's um, a gin Dunlop. Uh, oh, the wah pedal. The, the, the wah pedal rage. Yeah. Oh wow. He just, he just <laughs> went through the wall, huh? And it just stuck right in the wall. He actually wow. had to go there and pull like, it out. Like a, th- a throwing star, almost. The He's throwing wah. Yeah, yeah. I have. No, I I'm have, joking. I, no, the throwing wah. No, I have. Uh, I have an intense hatred for Dunlop wah pedals. So. Oh, don't say that, man. They might sponsor you one day. Shh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'll take it. No, you know what? I'm not going to take it back. I like the 535. To be honest, so I'm a Vox man. I have a Morley. Okay, so that one sounds good. He's yeah. got a good one. Those last too, I hear. That's the thing I've always I've had crybabies where it's just they they shit, they, out. They, they shit out after yeah. a couple years you're done you know the, it doesn't work anymore. So. I've yeah. kicked those right. off stages before. <laughs> yeah, the Chinese throwing wah. Yeah. yeah, I have a Buddha wah. I really okay. like that. That's a nice one. But yeah, you know we're yep. we're, we're brothers. I mean, we <laughs> yep. really are. And I mean, I, I have two sisters, so you know, okay. and I consider them my brothers. I look at them <laughs> like my brothers. <laughs> you know, and I'm just as mean to them as right. I am to these guys. So right. you know, I'm, I'm I'm you can you can get very personal and real with them. You don't have yeah, to. Hold no, back. Yeah, no, yeah, it's right. it's. I mean, we we there we sh- there's something that goes on in that room that is to me it's like magic. I can't yeah. explain it to you. It, it's it's what it is. I mean, right. And you know, there's uh, there's so many ideas. I mean, you know. I just can't wait to the point where we're, we're there, but you know, just we can bust out jams on cue if we wanted to, and we just, okay. you know, we have our sets and stuff. But so a double album, yeah. Why or why not? Well, we it's that much music. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's is, yeah, right? yeah. It's 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 like it wouldn't be a double CD. Um, that's just how much you have to release. Right? That's that's how much we have. Of, yeah. yeah, four pieces or not four pieces. Two two pieces, two of, pieces of, vinyl. of vinyl, front and back. Okay. Um, you can only really put. 
Like, so if much. you want a high sound quality, you can only put between 18 and 22 minutes per side. Okay. So, um, and plus, you also have to deal with, well, how, what are your song lengths? How does it right. break up? You know, and, and whatnot. So, it's about, it's going to be about 50 minutes of music, but it has to be a double LP because of the way we have to position it on the vinyl. That's so. cool, though. I mean, this is, again, kind of getting back to a generational thing. It's like, when I was a kid, man, that's what you did. You listen to albums. And if you got, like, a double album, it's like, oh, wow, like, yeah. jackpot, you know? Or mm-hmm. that was an afternoon. It wasn't like, I'm just going to put some shit on my phone and <laughs> yeah. go drive into the car or go to work. I'm going to go to the gym and work out. It's like, no, no, no. You sit down. And I have a turntable sitting there I have to get a new cartridge for. Mm-hmm. But it's like I've been slowly collecting vinyl stuff. But, like, when you get, like, ooh, a double album, you know? Like, yeah, this is, this is it's an experience, you know? That's yeah, cool. that's kind of what we're going for. It's right. like, you know, part of the whole... You there's know, no single like when I that, you know, no. Right, it's like yeah, when I listen to right. vinyl, there's a ritual behind it. Exactly. You know, it's like there's a there's a feeling and a method and right. whatnot. And I th- I feel like that with with what our music, the vibe that comes off of it, it kind of works into that really well. Let's check out another track from Faces of the Bog. This is the Moon on the Rock in Chicago show.
Friday, September 25th at Redline Tap. Rock in Chicago presents Songs for Shelter, a concert to help the homeless youth in Chicago. About 2,000 kids in Chicago have no place to sleep tonight, so let's help them out, and in this case, with music. On this fine night, we have White Knight Satellite, Jan King and Medicine Ball, Psycho Sister, and Faces of the Bog ready to rock out for these teens. That's Friday, September 25th at Redline Tap, 7006 North Glenwood Avenue. Doors open at 8, 21 and over, all for a $5 donation. Nobody wants to see a child sleeping alone on the streets of Chicago, so let's change that. Brought to you by Rockin' Chicago. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA, America's Wireless Companies, and the National Safety Council. Right. Looking forward to spreading this thing like a fucking virus. Okay. That's what I want to do. You know, and that's what you should do. A good virus, though. It's one that you want to get sick of. You know? One that you'd like to maybe take some LSD and listen to a record on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that sounds good. Um... I, I, going back, to, I don't have anything else to say about that. I don't mean that in any sort of contrived like that. Just sounds good, you know. Um, you know, it'll it'll that, it'll that be this is, this is probably good self, for that purpose. Self, self damning a little bit, but uh, and I haven't partaken in that sort of thing in quite a while. But your music, yes, I that's that's one thing I think about when I listen to your music. If like you're not if you're not in a pool of, of uh, water in a fetal position crying after you hear a record, then you are you, you missed the point. <laughs> you, you must be Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the point completely. I'm right? totally kidding. Right. <laughs> His fingers are crossed under the table right now. <laughs> totally kidding. But um, yeah, that's that. It's it's art, you know. I mean, I I, I like that approach. That mm-hmm. you know, you're not making a product. You're not. Mm-hmm. It's not really about the. Uh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna. Yeah. We're we have to cut this song gonna, short, otherwise it's uh, never gonna be on the radio. We're gonna we're gonna get to Guess LA what? and get the, the hookers and blow lined up or whatever. Or <laughs> well, go out and buy that Maserati. I mean, you don't want you don't want to toss that out. I'm but. Th- I'm 25 percent of the band. I'm not gonna comment on that. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just speak Let's just say we've heard that line before. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm a Scorpio. All in general. Okay. Wink, wink, so, wink. You know, I'm a troublemaker. <laughs> and Mark, I know you, you do quite a bit with visual art, like the whole packaging and all yeah. that. That's you driving all that as well. You're not, uh, are you working well, with we somebody? We have some or? artists working on it. We've got uh, yeah. he's got a he's got a, uh, his his buddy Ryan, who, who's a super cool dude, has done okay. some awesome work on his his tattoos. Uh, okay, all his arms are done with him. Nice. Uh, he's he's going to come in. He's going to be coming in, in a couple weeks to just kind of hang out with us and get some ideas going. Sketch and we've got things. our other friend Dave. Whose shows around? He's got stuff at Sideshow Gallery and stuff. His okay. name's Dave Kurzminski. If you guys ever want to check him out, I don't know what his handles are, but I mean, I could, I could, we I could full do figure shout it out. Outs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another great artist, um, and he he's working on some stuff too. And uh, yeah, so that's we got we got two artists going on some really cool visuals for us, and um, we're just bringing them in, and they're listening to us argue and me babbling their ear about. <laughs> Uh, vultures swooping in and ripping up babies and tearing head people's heads off and shit like that. So yeah. stuff for the kids, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clean fun, right? <laughs> okay, all custom custom work for this album. All that's all good. Con- conceived for the album. Very so. cool. 
Um, I kind of wanted to talk about like the sort of scene a little bit. I mean, you guys kind of mentioned like there's like a group of bands you guys like playing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like, and you know, I'm not trying not to say like, oh, there's a doom scene in Chicago or oh, there's like a sludge scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys look at it that way, or is it just bands that you guys just personally like that you tend to have good shows with? They're not necessarily bound by a genre. On. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I can tell you right now, it, it's not. I mean, yeah, like okay, like Taken by the Sun is one of one of our We've played, I don't know. We've played a bunch so of shows, shows with those with guys. And those amazing, guys are all over the place. Them, like, amazing yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, they're all over the place, yeah. too. Right? Yeah, and they're heavy. They got some, like, jazz stuff. Like, and they got it's scientists. Like, who's, like, they're still heavy, but they're jazz. And, I mean, there's a lot of other bands out there, yeah. too. Like, there's there's bands that have nothing to do with heavy music at all. Like, I remember there was this band um, called, and I'm, I'm not trying to name drop. I'm not no. trying to, like, you know, hey, I'm a car salesman. But there, right. I, I was in at practice, and I'm, I'm in there by myself, and I walk out, and there's this, like, surf band. Okay. And I walk out, and they're, they're called the Peekaboos. Yeah. And they're killer. Yeah. You know, I just love them. And I'm like, you guys fucking rock, you know? Yeah. And it was just a totally, there's just something. There's Chicago's a sensibility. Got a really good yeah. scene, and, like, what we need to do yeah. is band together yeah. and fucking like you know, uh, draw pentagrams on the ground and light some candles <laughs> and everybody just start fucking and we'll make a thing out of it. But I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm it's joking. Getting weird. Like, no, I'm getting weird. <laughs> just, make a ritual. But we got to band together and, and make it work for us. You know, like right. I don't know. I'm getting weird. You're right. <laughs> I shouldn't have said the last. That's part. why we love you, brother. Ah, but there's a sensibility you're getting. There needs to be a brotherhood, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. like we have something special, and I think if we all can can like you know support each other, I think it could go a lot further than it can be. This this, to me, it's like another Seattle's happening here, and I'm not like wishing for it to be anything. I'm it's it's like when you're an artist, you have to be part of the process. It's not the end product, right? Right. right. You can only look back, you know. Um, It's the ideal is to be like know when you're in the process and be part of it. I think that this is one of those moments. There's this. Underbelly of shit going on in Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. Is special. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And I think it cuts across all kinds of different genres too. It's not particularly oh, it's yeah. a metal scene thing or no. it's a punk scene thing. It's yeah. There's a kind of a, a, a just a it's like a, the term I keep coming back to is like sensibility with mm-hmm. things with music and you know I I look at it the stuff one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing with this too is like that music's there somebody has to at least document it or tell people about it you know yeah but it's like um. Uh, you know, I don't listen to a lot of national or international stuff anymore. I mean, most of the stuff right. that's on my phone is it's like you guys. It's you well, know, pale, you. pale horsemen, scientists. Taking those guys, the those guys are great. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You know, all guys great are bands. so. You yeah. know, you mentioned the Peekaboos, another fantastic band. Um, that I, I, you know, that's I. I we, we've covered probably close to a thousand bands since we started doing rock in Chicago, and I, 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 I just I could probably sit here for the next four hours and just start naming them, but like. It's just something to be said for that, you know. I, you know, it is a bit saturated, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's yeah. just there's just so much of it, and I, I but there's a there's, there there's is a, quality there's a creme of it de la creme, too. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely going on though, and I mean, right. it, it, you know, and there's I think there's a lot of bands coming up, or there's a lot of bands yeah. still finding themselves. I mean, I was at um, Quenchers the other night, and I ran just walked in on this weird band at the end, it's just like, a couple group of young kids, yeah. just, you know, right. playing music. Um, it's there's something going on though yeah it's it's a really good scene so yeah and like you said there's a lot of bands and but the thing that you know oh Legion of Rom's another one I know yeah. those guys are those guys are like they're death metal or whatever but they're good they, they're they good. just put yeah. out that yeah. like uh, snippet of their mm-hmm. uh, like preview mm-hmm. it sound, the mix is great yeah. and it's it, I can't wait it's it's professional shit yeah 
No, sorry. But, I didn't mean to no, sorry. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is like something that I tend to lose sight of too is like you were saying like, you know, referring to how many bands are are just here doing yeah. doing really amazing shit with music and yeah. you know, it's like uh, you know, one thing I kind of have to step back and I was like, damn, like we're in Chicago. Like this yeah. is the third biggest city in the United Dubu- States, like, you know. You're not in like, like Dubuque or, yeah, Dubuque or right. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, there's so there's bound to be a, an abundance of talent. Three I mean, Eleven's from Omaha, right? Or right? Or Glad we're a part of it. That's all. Nebraska, the, oh, yeah, from Nebraska. Over yonder. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know they didn't have to. They they went out to L.A. You know, but oh, you, okay. you could stay here. Okay. You could stay here and theoretically oh, looks make like it. pirates in L.A. Right. Arr. Arr. <laughs> Johnny Depp. They look like Johnny Depp and pirates. They're all pretty pirates, right, with the mascara. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't want to slam people. I'm sorry. That's you're going okay. to get in the Marky show today. I'm, I, I, I really did apologize about the whole talking, using the F-bombs and That's okay. you know, having people having orgies and stuff. I'm we're, we're, on, we're, on the inter- we're on the internet. It's okay. <laughs> Salvador Dali hosted orgies, though. Yeah. He did. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking A good for him, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, touring, you guys are, when you're done, you're hitting the road. Yes. That's the plan. Um, I'm anticipating a spring 2016 record release. Cool. Because um, all these things take time. Yes, they do. Especially with, especially with vinyl. So, yes. yes. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, spring, and then uh, you know we'll have our record release party here, and yeah. then uh, depending on what everybody's work schedules are like, uh, it, it'll be. Everyone has to quit their job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem quitting my job. Um, anyway, uh, no, but it'll That's start a vacation. Off, it'll start off small, I'm sure. It's with called like, a sabbatical, right? You know, we'll we'll. You guys, you are finding yourselves on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be a lot of that. <laughs> Hey, pull over, will you? I see some mushrooms in that field. <laughs> I just found myself. Hold on a minute. <laughs> oh, it's lost again. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Can we stay here for the whole two hours? <laughs> I fell between the seats, right? Yeah. Oh. But anyhow, back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> right. Um. No, it'll probably start off kind of small at first. We'll probably hit some, do some weekend yeah. things nearby, Milwaukee, Indianapolis, St. Louis, uh, about nine hundred times, wherever. Yeah, you know, to try to Ohio. put some feelers out there yeah. before we decide to kind of pack everybody up in a van and yeah. you know go for broke and you know nobody knows who the hell we are and we just wasted right. two grand on a tour. Yep. So New York, though, <laughs> that's where we got to go. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll 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 start off small, but you know it's going to be a, a continuing process. It's not going to be. You know, oh, we're just gonna we're gonna go play a show here in this, you know, locale, and then eh, we won't do anything for six months. No, we're we're gonna have to keep the ball rolling, yeah, you know, which, which will be a challenge. But we're not, we're not gonna do that. No, I mean, you keep pushing it. It's gonna be yeah. slow, but I mean, you, you gotta know, push like, it. Yeah. Like we're launching this if when you're it comes. Put a record out, so play, just yeah. play, play, play anywhere. Yeah. Play where they'll give you a show. Play at a f- yeah. fucking street corner if you can just yeah. play play it'll, play 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 it'll be nice to have that off our backs have the yeah. record done because yes. we've had we've and turned people can stop asking you when are you guys well not only that we've had to <laughs> I, I feel really bad especially for for eddie from uh oh really in uh from no uh yeah well he used to be with mp he's with eddie um Gobo? eddie Gobo. he's with the cobra guys now yeah and i feel bad because i've turned him down for a lot of stuff and he's probably yeah. never going to talk to me again because it's like because <laughs> it's like every time he calls it's like dude it's like we're right in the middle of a heavy 
Like we're, we're hashing some man. stuff out right now. It's like, and, and I know he's probably like, God, oh, these guys are so full of shit. They just don't want to play co- shows with me or whatever. You know, it's like, I feel terrible about he it. He was so. hosting some shows at Ultra Lounge. That I, I missed that venue yeah. so much. Ultra was much. really cool. They had cool. good sound guys. Uh, and they had, yeah, we should be doing like, we should be live tweeting right now. Live Faces tweet. of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter. But uh, yeah, so it'll it'll be nice to have that um, off our backs, and we can start. You know, hey, you want to play a show? Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's do it. You know, because yeah. we've had to turn Anytime, down a lot anywhere. of stuff. Yeah, but you know, it, it takes time to do what you what you want to do, though. I mean, right, you don't want to rush it or have like half-assed mm-hmm. ideas that you're throwing out there to people either. So right. Well, everything we've done in this record so far has been. You know, when you look through it, when you're going through it, it's like, man, fuck, this is. Yeah. It's like it, it, I've I've heard interviews with like Adam Jones talking about stuff like this yeah. too, and I'm not trying to use him, but like, it's just like he's really gonna like, fuck, man, we're almost done with this song. He's now, <laughs> now, you're, you're really gonna, gonna change this, this now, now? <laughs> like you motherfucker, you know? Yeah. It's like um, we've been playing this song this way for two years, and yeah, all of us, you just yeah. now bring this up. Yeah. So, but, but every we're getting time, better at bringing that up when. Yeah, it, Regardless of so, that, it's just the album's better for that. Yeah, it you is. Know, all the nitpicking, all the bullshit. It, it does. It's it's the process, you know. And there's always, like right now we're in that final piece where it's just you just got to grind it out. Yeah, the microscopic. You know, there's no more part of the record. You know, the, it's the all we got. Quadruple it, we got zero sanding. Yeah, the wet sanding. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very technical. Just you know. we're into the binary code now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's all math. <laughs> you know, but do you guys <clears> go at it a lot being the two guitar players in the band? We have gone at it more than anyone in the band. Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I could see. Yeah, that. I mean, I would say that the drummer is probably the he's the 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 well, most peaceful guy. He's like nobody he's argues like, with him. He's like Siddhartha. <laughs> no, he, he, just, he just he just, just kind of like you know kind of chill. Very zen. Yeah, he's okay. very chill. You know, he and and and, and you know I, what though, when shit starts getting weird. He's just kind of like yeah. And <laughs> if if Danny's pissed, <laughs> yeah. and he then you know, then you, it, you yeah. go home like feeling really bad about yourself <laughs> because like fuck and man. he won't say anything yeah you'll just but, know he's mad and it's like God yeah damn it. yeah and you really you really feel like you let someone down oh you know? that's the that's the perfect description right there <laughs> but no we're good i mean like yeah, you know yeah. i i always tell him you know like we'd like to do the same things if if yeah. we could just get out of that room and hang out like hang out together you know yeah. like that's why i'm looking forward to the touring and stuff like that and um yeah Kelly, I promise I'll take care of him. Uh, I'm a big boy, Mark. Like, I can pull my own underwear up and stuff. So no, I know. I'm just, I'm just being funny. No, I know. But you know, like you know, we like to do the same shit, jumping off of cliffs and stuff like that. Yeah, and, you know, that's good. So it'll be fun, you know. We're awesome as long as we're not writing music together. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> that's such a it's, lie. That's not always the case, though. No, it's it's it's. Uh, <laughs> just need to have eric come to your rehearsals and talk so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you can be calm Soothing, so. <laughs> i just yeah, play the f sharp just did like a, a, a tape of like <laughs> the, the nice the things yeah like, like just talk change. about like, like the core change is a gg to f sharp to d you could talk about like no like like and the just have him read you a fucking phone was, book was you could fall asleep no, to like, it like funny <laughs> like like happy stories about like lambs running through fields of flowers <laughs> and stuff just talk about that go with the flow the music comes from within you but no, you know, yeah. We, I mean, like everyone in the band is an alpha male to a degree, so it's, okay. it's it, you know, there, there's definitely. But some I mean, clashing. if you guys have been together four or five years already, though, you've worked all that shit out. We're like brothers. That's yeah. That's it. I mean, if you, yeah. you, you yeah, it's a family. Point, you know, it, you guys mean, can go on the road with that. You know. Yeah, I mean, and it's yeah, it's yeah. just like any other relationship. You're you know, I'm, I'm closer 
to the guys in this band than a lot of people I've known for a lot, sure. lot longer. Sure. And you know, it's 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 a relationship. You know, your friends. You guys, you, know, you guys get you get in arguments and shit. You yeah. know, and it's just like you. You know, we've all we're all adults. We move past it. You know, it's just like all right, well, well, we'll be back next week. It'll be better tomorrow. You know, <laughs> it's 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 just you know. So I, one thing I did want to <laughs> ask too, um, and this is probably more of a I guess philosophical question um, with like what you guys are writing about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when the band gets together, you just kind of throw ideas around and you have like whatever. I have this in my little craft stuff or my little my sack that I'm bringing into the band. The stuff that you guys have developed as like a group over the last four years, though, like, um, like how how is that different? Like for you guys, like what what what's what, the philosophy of the band? Well, I kind of just like what's different with what we're going to hear when the album comes out. Um, Besides, you guys gelling as a, a quartet. Oh and, well, yeah. it's 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 a layered piece about life. I mean, okay, um, you know that's a really general generalization of it. I mean, I, I, it's got a lot I'm of layers asking a to vague it. question. Um, too, well, though, you know, so. no, no, it's not a big <laughs> question. I mean, it, we definitely yeah. there's definitely like some common themes that run through the record. Okay, I mean, it, I would say it, it's a concept album, but I don't want to give it away. I mean, right, it means sure. something to me. Okay, it means something to him. Sure. It means something to you. I don't. I, I don't know exactly what it means to him. Is it but, what it means to you? Is but it means that's to what me. good art's supposed to do. But that. it has I mean, a storyline. You know, okay. there's a definite storyline, and okay. it's if you listen to the lyrics, it's it's there. So it's not really a collection of songs. It's really like no. There's the a piece, common theme. It's literally an A to B story. Oh, but yeah. there's a cool. lot of it, yeah. There's you know, a story, it's like um, yeah. the Matrix, and I'm <laughs> here. I go. I'm we're like the Wachowski brothers. Aren't they the Wachowski siblings now? It's I don't know what to call them anymore. It's Lana Wachowski. I don't know how that works. What do, you, nice, uh, what do you do uh, with uh, that? The dreads look good. I like the dreads. <laughs> um, but uh, God damn it! Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's got a, it's got a common theme. Okay, it's it's cool. an A to B story, and and um, it's about I don't know. There's a lot of you know. It's yeah. about uh, there's trails of breadcrumbs. That's all I could say. Yeah, yeah don't get don't give it a, don't give away. Yeah, give anything away. I would never do yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's it's about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he released the album. It's like a black metal album. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's keep it a surprise. I mean, you know, no, I, I think people are, are just really. It's psychedelic. Yeah. It's yeah. trippy. I it's mean, it, I, you know, there's basically like pull out the bong and fucking listen <laughs> to our record. I mean, it's, it's one of those kind of records. I mean, it's like a stone. There's record. some prog in there. And yeah, yeah you know. some of it. I think the what's what the hell's the one that used to be Hangman? Um what the hell are we calling that now? It's all working Access titles movie. right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I, you know, it's loose. We'll say it's, 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 I mean, there's a loose basis. I mean, we, we're teasing it on, on the Facebook, but, For sure. and there's a loose basis on the tarot, you know. Um, but the tarot is a life path. So it's a, it's a, it's a way to look at, it's a, it's a it's divination, like a map, right, you know. Yeah, so right. it's, you have to equate it to your life. And, and I'll tell you, we can get into the stories about that, but like, you know, and then you start playing the songs and you start. Yeah. If a song has a recognition with a tarot card yeah. and you're working on that song, okay. your fucking life starts acting like that tarot card. Okay. It's really weird, man. So it's like art uh, mimicking life, mimicking art. Yeah, so it's right. like you always have something to reference then. It's you always know? going back. And then you can something. put it back into it, you yeah. know? And it's you have to be aware of when that's going on. And I forget it all the time. And I'm just like, fuck, why am I locked inside my car right now? How the <laughs> fuck do you get locked inside your fucking car? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's... You know? 
Very cool. We definitely look forward to hearing it. We look forward to hearing you guys Friday at Redline Tap. For Thanks for having for us. Shelter. Thanks for coming out. It's been a pleasure uh, talking to you both. And, um, you know, we look forward to uh, when the album release comes out. We'll have you guys back on. So yeah, sounds thank good. you for having us, man. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. All right. Okay, let's kick into some more music from the Songs for Shelter roster. This is Psycho Sister with Punchbox on the Rockin' Chicago Show. You say you love me, you say you love me, but well, how can you love me? 
about that last track we just heard that's white knight satellite with satyr sphinx uh, obviously a live recording um i've yet to see this band live but i've had some good friends go out to their shows and tell me that they're just an amazing band and just have great energy and anytime you got that kind of groove going on a little bit of a punk edge and you throw some sax or some horns into it i'm usually pretty hooked on that 
Uh, before that, we had a track from Jan King and Medicine Ball that was off of their latest Hobo Crow. The track was Stung and kicking off the first block. Uh, tonight, we had Psycho Sister with Punchbox. We're going to do a we're going to do another block of tunes from the bands from the Songs for Shelter Showcase. And just a reminder, that's at Redline Tap this Friday. Uh, September 25th. It's five bucks at the door, 21 and up. Doors are at eight. Show starts promptly at 8:30, and there actually is parking up there now. I was just talking to Brettley about that on email, and uh, so it should be pretty easy for you to get there if you are driving, and uh, if you're now you're more of the CTA type. Uh, it's right off the red line. Um, right off of the Morse stop. So I look forward to the show. Um, the organization that. Um, we're supporting uh, trans, uh, teen living programs. It used to be called transitional living programs back in the day. So a, a, a organization my stepmom worked for back in the 70s and 80s. When I was a kid, I used to come visit my dad in the city and stay with him in the summer and on my school breaks and all that. And as part of the deal, I'd have to go to work with my stepmom and help out uh, her. And uh, the work they did was helping uh, homeless teens, kids that got kicked out or uh, kids that just had bad situations. So they do some pretty critical work for the city of Chicago. Um, and they help these kids turn their lives around and become successful uh, people. So hopefully you can come out and enjoy the show with me. And uh, uh, those of us at Rock in Chicago that are putting this on, it'll be a great night. Let's do another track. This is Psycho Sister with the track Sorrow on the Rock in Chicago show.
You're listening to the Rockin' Chicago Show. Your local music. On Lightning Radio. www.lightningradio.com Hello, brain. How's it going? Says the ice talking. Sober up. <laughs> that jerk isn't answering. Maybe he doesn't hear me. Oh. Hey, eyes. It's me, the brain. What a night. Was that a squirrel hitchhiking? No, there was no squirrel, but I have to tell you something. There's a stop sign right in front of you. Oh, a stop sign? You're kidding. Maybe even two. So? Well, maybe you should let the legs know about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Legs. Anybody home? Yeah, what what, about legs right here? Here we go. So what do we do? Jump, run, dance, skip, hop? What's the program? Huh? Let's calm down for a sec. I just wanted to tell you there's a stop sign behind us. Oh, a splat sign? Yeah, a splat sign. Oh, good one. (laughs) So tell me, Mr. Einstein and Mr. Know-it-all, which pedal do you use to put on the brakes? Well, let me think about that one for a minute. Don't drink and drive. This message brought to you by Responsible Young Drivers.
Starting off that last block was another track from Psycho Sister that was Sorrow off of their Shiver EP. Then we spun another track off of Jan King and Medicine Ball's release Hobo Crow. Uh, busted all the time, and you get to see them Friday up at Redline Tap for songs for Shelter. Uh, then we did a block of tunes uh, from some of the releases that we just dropped on rockinchicago.org last week um and it's a nice little uh i guess you could say variety of uh, genres there so we started off with the shifties uh from their western automatic release the track was what could be so wrong and uh, melissa degott just did a review of them uh, go check that out on rockinchicago.org and then we had a track from the band mortatorium that was abomin the abomination off of their raw release which was from 2014 but they just remastered it and re-released it and uh, our birthday boy mr jeff teach and our resident metalhead just did a review of that on rockinchicago.org and while we're on the subject of mr jeff teach his show is actually this saturday at underground lounge a uh, day after we're doing songs for shelter at red line tap he's got a really cool lineup he picked out for his birthday show uh, got armored our friends in armored assault playing scars of armageddon and he's got a couple of out-of-towners he's got kosuth and hate unbound kosuth is from lafayette and hate unbound is coming all the way down from the motor city for that and that date is saturday september 26th it's underground lounge uh 12 bucks at the door it's 21 and up show pretty killer stuff so go out and uh go hang jet with jeff for his birthday I'm going to try to make it out to that one myself. So we're going to play a block of tunes from uh, our locals that are playing that show at Underground Lounge. This is Armored Assault with the uh, title track off of their last release, Call the Beast, on the Rockin' Chicago show.
Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Come on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. you like what you just heard music-wise, uh, get out to Underground Lounge Saturday for Jeff Teach's Windy City Slaughter Showcase. Um, he's going to be celebrating his birthday with Armored Assault and Scars of Armageddon. And a couple of out-of-towners are joining Kosuth from Lafayette, Indiana. And also uh, Hate Unbound is coming in from Detroit. Uh, really cool show. Nine bucks in advance, 12 bucks at the door. Uh, get out, support some local metal, um, and wish our boy a happy birthday. I'm going to try to drop by for a bit myself uh, Saturday. So we're going to shift gears now. We have another show we're going to be uh, plugging here. This one's actually related to some subject matter that's kind of near and dear to my heart. So uh, as many of you know, we do the Cancer Smash show every year. Um, I'm a cancer survivor. I had lymphoma, uh, lymphoma many, many years ago. Um, and I do the showcase every year as kind of a way for me to give back to, um, the organizations that helped me out when I was going through treatment, but also, um, this is a, you know, kind of a way for bringing the music community together here in Chicago to do something with that. So, uh, a few months ago it came to my attention that, uh, you know, one of our uh, veteran guitar players, a man by the name of Pat Catalano, um, is also going through lymphoma, uh, treatment to his chemotherapy and all that so i wanted to do what i could to help him out uh, he's got some friends rallying behind him uh for a benefit just to kind of help him uh raise some money for finances it's uh not only a physical and mental mind fuck it's also a financial mind fuck um and a wallet fuck while you're at it um it's not pretty and uh you know, if you don't have insurance, uh, it's 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 a little bit of a rougher ride, especially if you got a family you got to take care of on top of that. So Pat and I have been chatting for quite a bit over the last couple of months. Um, he's uh, doing really well with the treatment, and, uh, you know, he's taking it well. And he's got a blog up called Pets, Pet Fights Cancer at uh, blog.blogspot.com. I will be posting links up to that on our site uh, after we post the show tonight. So if you guys want to follow what's what's going on with him and learn more about the show from there too, uh, that's all there. But uh, we're going to get a pet on the phone in a bit and just kind of uh, check in. Now I'm going to caution you guys, some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about is not going to be pleasant. So, um, but this is, uh, this is the real deal, you know. Um, before we get on him on the phone though, I want to play a track from his band, Catalano. This one is called One More Time. And you're listening to the Rockin' Chicago Show. One more time! Somewhere 
So how you doing? Uh, hanging in there, man. You know, today's uh, today wasn't too bad. Just uh, it's up and down, man. You know. Yeah. Since I'm getting close to the end of treatment. Okay. It's getting long. It's getting longer for me to recover. You yeah. Know what I mean, are they increasing and then even like the, I do? Yeah. You know, get get you know feeling better. Then I have fucking anxiety. Oh, yeah. Steroids and stuff. Yeah. Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah, so you started your, your treatment regimen in May, right? Is that it? Uh, well, actually, I got diagnosed in May. Okay. A uh, week after, well, I was in the hospital, because I found it, it popped up uh day after Mother's Day. Oh, that's man. When I, that's when I noticed it. Yeah. yeah. And then I started uh, in the hospital that weekend after it was... Uh, I got the actual diagnosis the weekend of Memorial. Was that Memorial Day? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we just had Labor Day. That was Memorial Day. Okay. So uh, Memorial Day weekend is when I got that Friday. I got the actual diagnosis. Okay. I'm just curious, too. Like, how did you, you just got really sick and went to the ER? Dude, nothing. 
No, nothing huh. at all. Huh. <laughs> I was uh, I was fine, man. Yeah. I'm at, in the gym six days a week, right. working out. Yeah, like like nothing, dude. Just eating good, you know. Hmm. I'd quit smoking, you know, yeah. and yeah, no nothing. no indicators, you know, yeah. Been, you know, kicking ass, and I felt. No lie, like a fucking rock, dude, like a fucking machine. I never felt so fit in my life, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like I said, Mother's Day, you know, you go out for brunch. Right. And you go out for dinner, blah, blah. And I don't really eat out that much anymore. I mean, I do, but. Right, you're trying to be healthy. It's very right? rare. Yeah, and then I watch, right? You know, so, and I just kind of felt like, uh, you know, and I've worked in restaurants before in my life, and I know, okay, some dude didn't wash his hands, but I got something. I just don't yeah. feel right, you know? Sure. And that's what it was. You know, the next morning I woke up and uh, I just, I had hard to swallow and I'm like, oh shit, man, am I going to get sick? Yeah. And I haven't been sick in uh, over two years. Nothing. Not a cold. Huh. Nothing. And um, so I went to the gym anyway and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym and knock this thing out, you know? Right. And, you know, I start to feel a little bit better, you know, and then, uh, Start taking some uh, antibiotics <laughs> over in the house, and you know I'm not supposed to do that. But um, I grabbed, you know, those, and then you know I felt I felt better, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Friday, just like just that weekend, by the end of the week. I'm like, man, this thing's not going nowhere. Yeah, it was just lump, you know. And I, like I thought, like maybe it could be strep or something. Mm-hmm. And that's when. Uh, yeah, I said, oh, shit, man, I got to do something. I don't have insurance. I mean, I'm going to die on the side of the road if I have cancer. Yeah. You know? And uh, basically what I did is I ran over to Walgreens, you know, to one of those immediate care centers. Yeah, yeah. I walked in, and I told uh, the lady at the, the desk, I'm like, hey, listen. I'm like, can I just see the, you know, the, the lady back there, the practitioner? I said, I just oh, pay 80 bucks. I'm like, honestly, I just want to make sure I don't have cancer. Right. Like, oh, I said, I said, I just want to make sure I'm not dying of cancer. But boom, boom, you know. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, come in, come in. And the lady was really nice. She looks at me. I'm like, hey, what the heck is this? And you know, she's like, kind of examines me and says, oh, honey, you got a bad virus. Yeah. Like, go to the emergency room. They'll give you a really strong antibiotic. I'll knock that thing out. So I'm walking out of there thinking, well, I'm at fucking Walgreens. Why can't they just give me a goddamn antibiotic? We're going to take a quick break and spin a few more tracks uh, from some of the bands that are playing the uh, Benefit for Pat out at QR Glendale Heights on October 4th. Uh, This is a track from the guy who's organized the show. This is Michael Reiser with Urban Jungle. So any given day I might be getting blown away So I 
Cause I won't be here forever, baby Tired 
of healthcare, right, yeah. Right, of course. So yeah. I ended up going to a actual doctor, a doctor mm-hmm. I went to a present healthcare doctor in Park Ridge by me, and uh, that was it, man. I walked in there and... They knew right away. Took off my vitals and everything. Everything looked good. Blah, blah, blah. The doctor will be right in. doctor comes walking in. She looks at me. I explain the whole thing. You know, this is what's been happening. And blah, blah, blah. I went out to eat for, you know... Mm-hmm. Like, well, I've been doing this a long time. I may not look like I have, but that can't happen. Yeah. I was like, what? Just like that, she told me. Yeah. And I was, dude, I was just in fucking shock. I don't know what to say. I'm going to I'm going to step out of the room and get you some pamphlets. I'm like, pamphlets? Just told me I can't I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with pamphlets? What do I do now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that was that, you know? And then uh, I ended up going to... Uh, Illinois Masonic. Right. Uh, I'm a Freemason, and uh, I, I call one of my guys. I'm like, hey, dude, what, what, where do I go, man? You yeah. know what I mean? That's good. You, yeah, I'm glad you had like a, yeah, a good place to you go, know? right? Because, I mean, that's the whole yeah, thing. Like, you know, with no. Like, so they, they won't turn you away, type of thing. You know? Right, yeah. Yeah, I hear you, so, man. And uh, that's crazy. so, uh, just out of curiosity, what stage were you at when they diagnosed you? Uh, when I died, well, shit, I had to wait. I had, since they diagnosed Late. me on, uh, on, uh, what was it, that Friday, and it was, uh, the surgeon, he's like, all right, you have to wait till Wednesday. Yeah. After the holiday to see your unconscious. Like, oh, man. man. Yeah, so I, I, think, yeah. I had a whole holiday weekend. I was just like, well, I might as well just not think about it. You know what I mean? Right. Thing. Try to keep it out of you your know, mind, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, you kind of, kind of go crazy about it, but. I just didn't even, th- I tried not to even think about it. I was going to the gym every day, and I couldn't lift anything because they, you know, they right. copied for the biopsy, but at least I was able to do, you know, one-hour sessions on the car- and cardio and yeah. you know, just to keep 
keep my mind off of the shit. And right. uh, when I finally went to go see her, they diagnosed me with uh, stage two. Okay. Uh, basically, it was in my neck and just yeah. below my collarbone. Right. So the doctor said, well, below your collarbone is stage two. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. what they got me. Well, well I, sounds like it's... You know, it's she sat with yeah. me for a good two hours, which was nice. Kind of went over everything. Yeah. So, um, so you're almost at the end of the treatment cycle. Then this has been May, June, July, August, yeah, September, five months. And yeah, I hear yeah. You, what you're saying about it. Kind of just starts to wear you down after a bit. You know, the chemicals in your system. It's like not like medicine where, you know, you you take something like it's a pill for cholesterol or whatever, or vitamins right. or even like any sort of um, like psychiatric drugs where it kind of builds up in your system to like mitigate something chemo is kind of the opposite of that where yeah, you, you, you get sicker you know you know and then eventually they basically they once they get those final scans in and you know you're done so but uh you know i've, I've really uh you know this this is something i mean you and i don't really know each other personally i've you know kind of i've known about your band obviously for a while um you right. know and uh you know people have talked to oh yeah pat Catalano, fantastic guitar player you know um but once i heard about this you know you were fighting this it's like i i had this 15 years ago um i was living in austin at the time as a musician and also doing just some other stuff and i was doing my day gig right. and, you know i fell off a ladder went to the emergency room and i just thought oh i was just partying too hard the night before you know i was like you know right. nauseous and all that and they're like no 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 so i ended up coming back home but you know once i read your reading into your story it's like all right this is something that's just it's you know very personal for me and um you know so i'm glad i can try to help out you know with trying to get yeah, the word out about your stuff like i said it's nice that uh yeah not that it's, you know, it's not fun I always, at all. I always laugh at that. I'm like, I don't mean to ever say, oh, it's nice that you had it too. No. It's nice to I talk understand. to people. Yeah. You understand, right, that have gone through it because yeah. it gives you hope. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. No matter what, it's cancer, cancer. Yeah. You know? And you hear that word, as I'm sure when you did, it's like, yeah. what? I mean, yeah. you just, you know. Yeah, the anxiety. I was, I think I went into survivor mode. Absolutely. You know? My mind just kind of went to, what do I do next? Right, and I got two kids. You know, I'm like, Absolutely. Well, okay, I'm just thinking about them. Right, I'm like, well, what's what's my next step? What do I have to go see? I mean, I did, I had, I did tests. I hate hospitals, man. I mean, yeah. I, them. I hate them. Yeah, and I mean, I did. Did they do? Did you get to have a bone biopsy done? Yeah. Oh, to see if it spread. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Don't. yeah. I've done two of the tools. <laughs> yeah, the biopsy. I bent them. Yeah. Yeah, the stuff they, yeah, you know, they got to check for everything and see if it's spread or yeah. metastasized. They had to do a spinal tap when I, I went through mine, and they gave me, uh, I think it was like Versed or something, you know, complete mind eraser. Yeah. And they had, uh, the guy I was playing with at the time when I was down in Austin, the drummer, he took me to the clinic for them to do the, the test. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they, they gave me the, the, the Versed, and then he did the spinal tap. And then it's like, it's a mind eraser, so you have no consciousness of, like, the event happening. Right, and then right. it was just like, you know, and then they're like, "You're done," and I'm like looking at the guy, like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> right. <laughs> and my buddy comes in, he's just yeah. like, "Dude, you, you're done." I'm like, "Where, where are we?" Complete amnesia, you know. And it's just like, but it's just that that level of disorientation is so disruptive in your life and all that, you know. It's 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 a rough yeah. deal, man. Dude, it was like, I don't know about you, but I felt like I like it, it started with the first surgery when they did the biopsy. Yeah. You know, because, they, you know, they rolled me down. I remember my brother was there, and, you know, we were talking. 
and I was doped up, man. They gave me Ativan and stuff like that for right. anxiety and shit. Right. And we were just talking, and I was just kind of repeating. I'm like, yeah, dude, I ate some pizza today, and I, hmm. I think I had Chipotle. I was just messed up and yeah. just rolling off, you know. And then yeah. the doctor comes walking over, this guy with his mask, and he's like, Mr. Catalano, remember me? I'm like, ah, oh, Dr. Dallas. Yeah. He's like, all right, man. He's like, we're gonna we're gonna get you prepped and ready to go. And I'm like, hey, please, I just I just want to come out with both my legs, man. Yeah, just, <laughs> I have both my legs. I right? come out of this piece. Oh, 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 oh. no it's, worries. Yeah, you know? it's good to and, good to uh, try to, to keep a sense of humor, though. It helps, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's yeah, hard. I had to. Dude. I was scared. Yeah. I don't give a shit anybody says. I'm scared shitless, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then I got the guy behind me, the anesthesiologist, and he's like, all right. He's like, I'm gonna give you a shot of vodka. I'm like, guys, right, double shot, please, you know? And it's all I remember, man, is like, I felt like this weird sensation, and then, yeah. then just, yeah. they were pushing pushing my table, whatever the hell, I guess, my bed, and yeah. next thing you know, they're, Mr. Catalano, wake up, I'm yeah. like, what? And it's, uh, just like you said, a weird sensation. And then afterwards, it's almost like, like a, vi- like he just got violated. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Somebody cut I off a piece of you. I with that feeling for a while. Yeah, somebody cut off a piece of you, yeah. Yeah, dude, it's weird. So. You know, and then did you have a port? Did they put a port in for you for yeah. the chemo? Yeah, they did. Um, I had to do the first uh, chemo raw, actually. They had to put it right through my veins, and it burns, you know, because they didn't have, yeah. I guess they wanted to use a specific type, but I had to kind of, it went through my arm, and then they, they, they fished it up through my main artery into my heart. And, um, oh, jeez, Yeah. So, but the the first one without it, though, yeah, that was like that. It's not fun, you know. I mean, having it with the port isn't fun either. Obviously, it just makes the the sickness come faster. But, you know, um, you know, having and then you, I think just being in like a, you know, if you go to like the treatment center, um, I don't know uh, what Illinois Masonic's like. I went to um, Lutheran General up up by you in Park Ridge. Um, right. But they have, they have their own cancer care center. Nice people, really nice place. But, you know, you start to see the people around you that are, are going through stuff, too. And some people, it's yeah. they're a little bit more terminal. You know, they're kind of there for just yep. kind of the, the placebo effect of, like, trying to do something before they check out. And, right. you right. know, I think that's the other part for me. It was like, okay, I know I'm going to come out of this. I'm fighting my ass off right now. Right. You know, I got plenty right. I still got to live for, you know. Um, but, it, you know, it's that whole perspective thing. You really realize, like, how precious life is and like your mortality, yep. you know? So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, every time I go, it's really nice. I mean, uh, the cancer center, honestly, the funny thing is the cancer center at Illinois Masonic is brand new. They yeah. Built last year. They're brand new. I mean, it's, you know, it's like a I resort. Was there for the cornerstone laying ceremony last year and everything. Right. It's very odd yeah. that I'm, you know, not a patient there, but right. they're awesome. My yeah. oncologist is. She's freaking amazing, you know. Yeah. The nurses, they're all really nice, you know. Yeah. And uh, the facility's top notch, you know. But mm-hmm. I don't give a you know, you don't give a shit. It's still scary. Yeah. And you get there, you know, and and it's like every time I go there, it's just like oh, here we go again, man, you know, because you anticipate that week, yeah. week and a half of those just side effects kicking your yeah. ass, and yeah, you know, making you feel like shit and. The chemo brain, I think, is like I think the worst, you know, because you start to feel. Yeah. I I, get, I, I, get, I get it like the very last medication, yeah. the very last chemo drug that that hits my system. Yeah. That's when I start feeling like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. God, somebody fucking got me. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, that uh, that's probably I think um, you know the treatment process in itself. You know, it's it's not fun, but uh, just all the side effects. And you know, the thing that it's it's admirable though is like you're able to still um, you're being proactive about maintaining your health. Though I'm going to the gym, exercising, doing the acupuncture, which um, especially for the nerve ending is like probably really good. Um, I yeah, actually I, I didn't exactly. do any of that stuff. I was I was 25 when I got it, so like I. You know, it's like, ah, whatever, I'm doing whatever I do. But, I mean, I have peripheral neuropathy in my fretting hand on my uh, ring finger and my pinky. Um, so yeah. sh- shit just goes numb once in a while or tingles. And yeah. But I found, like, for me, it's like playing. Like, if I'm still able to pick up the guitar and play, I'm still able to reconnect those nerves and engage them. Even if there's a little bit of pain or whatever, just like some strange numbness or whatever. Um, right. You know, I, I still I, I bite the bullet. I'll take an ibuprofen and then I'll just play for like an hour, you know, just to try to right. keep right. everything going. And that to me, it's like it's like it's helped, you know. So I don't know if uh, yeah, the, the acupuncture has been yeah, do it like a godsend. You yeah. know, I I ran into this guy through a friend of mine, and when I went to go see him, <laughs> funny how life comes full circle sometimes. Yeah, he was a friend of my brother who passed away years ago, which coincidentally is why we named the band Catalano was in honor of my brother. Oh, okay. And uh, so I, I go to see him, and I'm like, man, you know, I know you. You know, I know yeah. your name, you know. I said, right. I said, you know my my brother Nick, you know, passed away. He's like, oh, wow. And so we became pretty good friends, and uh, he's just awesome, you know. And he treats a lot of cancer patients. He does a lot of work. Nice. With cancer patients, so... My neuropathy, and I, I'll tell you, my nausea, I don't take any nausea pills. Oh, good. At all. Yeah, good. They give them to me, they give them to me right before my, right before my uh, treatment, before right. my chemo treatment, and I go to, I go to get, um, I go to get the treatment for, uh, that's at the acupuncture that night. Okay. So like Tuesday, like this Tuesday, so I you, have chemo, and you, then Tuesday You treat night, it right I away. Yeah. And I don't take any pills. Oh, that's really good because the whole and thing I, with the I, nausea I, is I, like I, there's like the seesaw effect you take the nausea pills and you have to take the whatever anti-anxiety meds to balance the anti-nausea pills and it's just like you start piling on medications it's a yeah dude. yeah it's a, turns into a it's zombie a mind fuck. i mean because yeah. i already had anxiety to begin with <laughs> yeah but, you know i had it under control to right. a point you know without medication to the point where i was like yo because you're working out all the time right you're, you're releasing endorphins or you know your, your mind is you know, I always kept busy, but you know, anxiety is anxiety. That's another another battle in itself. You know, but mm-hmm. I had it to the point where, you know, I had it manageable. Now with the steroids and all this, all yeah. these fucking medications I'm on, yeah, dude, I could sit there, yeah, and go from I'm I'm like a woman on my period. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I you know you know you know what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. Your emotions are all over the place, and then you'll. Just something will snap in you, and you've got a, a freaking panic attack. Yeah, yeah. For no reason. Yeah. Yeah, all your, yeah. I mean, all your yeah, brain those chemistry are, those is... Are the hardest parts. Yeah, all your brain chemistry gets all thrown off of balance with all that, so... Yeah, completely, you know, and I think, and I, maybe you'll agree with me, man, that's the fight. Yeah. You know, because if I can't, no, dude, you're it, fighting side effects. Yeah. You're fighting the chemo. You're trying to get yourself back to who you were and trying to maintain that, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah. you never, you know, like for right now... As close as I can get to it, like by like today and tomorrow, you know, these are the last couple of days. Yeah, I call it well, my sanity, and you still don't get a hundred percent to where you, you know, no. who you are. No, you, know, you, never you change. Like yeah, the other thing is you change. Yeah. Thing. 
Yeah. I mean, the thing I found, you know, I went through an eight-month regimen, and I was done. I wasn't the same person, obviously, when I started. Um, you know, just right. the whole thing with, like, the hair and stuff. My hair came back a completely different color and, like, you know, texture and all that. Like, I just looked a lot different. I heard, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So I used to have, you know, uh, my mom's hair. My mom's family is, like, Irish and German. So real fair, I had, like, like dark, dark blonde hair, you know, and, my dad's right. Italian, obviously, so <laughs> I got my right, dad's. I right. came back after cancer. I had my dad's hair just like real dark brown and curly. So um, it's kind of it's kind of funny how it worked out, you know. Um, but yeah, no, the, the the biggest thing though, and the thing I I, I learned to embrace it was just that I'm, I was a changed person. Like chemically, I was different because going through the process of having to you know deal with all this stuff, and it's none, none of it's fun, you know. Um, right. you, you become a different person, and that's that's something to live with, you know. Um, yeah, I think you have to just look at it as right. as stupid as it sounds. You're just reborn, man, a different guy. Yeah, you know? that's it. You know, you know um, and I think you start to, like you said, you take, you take life a lot differently now, you know. Oh, absolutely. Little things. Little things I don't give a shit about anymore. You yeah. know, I'll be driving and somebody cuts me off. I just laugh and give a shit. Right. You know, maybe the guy was late for someone. But whatever. You know right. what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know, what am I going to go flipping him off and getting pissed off? I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. At the, 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 the end of the day, like, you have your, your life you and, and you're happy. And, I mean, for me, like, the biggest thing for me, too, and... You know, I had my daughter after I went through all that, but like every day I get to spend with her is like a gift. You know, it's like that time. Right. It's like you don't get that time back, and it's equally precious. No. And the same thing with doing the music stuff too. I mean, I'm kind of at yeah. a point. I've been playing for a long time, you know, um, and I'm past the point of like, oh, I'm gonna go out on the road and make it as a musician. I'm too old, right. too old for that <laughs> right. shit. You know, I, I'm settled. I what I do with now with like this rock in Chicago stuff and, you know, it's just trying to support other people that hopefully they can go out and make it, you know? Um, right. You know, right. but it's like one of those things I've been talking to my wife too. It's like, I'm never going to stop doing music. I can't. That's like my thing. Never. You, you know? can't, man. It's in your blood, man. And, and I think, what we do. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think going through that too really kind of reaffirms that. It's like, I, yeah, this is like the thing that, you know, I still got to do. I got to pick up the axe every day. I got to just jam out for yeah. a half hour or play or whatever. And it's the third. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those things. It's, it's never, it's never going to leave your system, you know? So, mm -hmm. I mean, in my house, it's music all the time. My daughter, oh, man, she sings all the time. Oh, cool. Six years old. Yeah. You know, I bought it. She got a little, I bought my son one of those little half, little, little guitars, you know, for kids. Like a half scale. Uh, but it's yeah. like an actual, like, like right. Fender, you know? Yeah. And uh, you plug it in and play. It's like, you know, short scale, whatever. Right. And my son didn't really pick up on guitar. He was more like on the into drums. Yeah. And, uh, but now he plays hockey. He's totally off the music. But, uh, <laughs> but my, but my daughter, my God, man, my daughter is all music, man. She's yeah. all me. Uh, and she, she'll come out and say, oh, I'm going to do a show. Huh. She'll stay at the coffee table and she makes everybody stand there and watch. And she's going to do a show. She's got the guitar. Yeah. They're singing and stuff. And, you know, so, you know, it's, it's to watch that man. It's, it's pretty cool, you know, and and to see kind of how they're. I mean, you watch your kids grow up, man. It's like, yeah, wow. You know, you start to see how they become like these little individuals. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest. You know, I think even for me, it's the biggest fight. You know, just keeping yeah. alive for these guys. Yeah. So let's shift gears a little bit. Um, you know the. 
I mean, how I found out about all this was through the event Michael Reiser was putting together for you for the show. Um, it, all right. it, it's fantastic that you know people are able to come together, help you out. You know, um, it's you know, like I said, we, we both know none of this is fun. It's expensive. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, not just not just money, but in time. So, um, right. But um, so you guys are actually going to be performing at the show as well with Catalano, right? Yeah. yeah. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what we're going to do is, uh, well, Michael's going to sing. Yeah. Um, and, because uh, he, yeah, when he brought this whole thing up to me, mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, I, I, I don't, I just, I, I'm not, a, too much. I'm not the guy to ask people for help. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. It's too I, much. I was always the guy that I was out, I'm helping people. Yeah. You know, like, I, I love to do that. It's my thing. Yeah. And when this all happened and Michael's like, oh, we're going to do this, we're gonna, I just got embarrassed. I'm like, nah, I don't want to, no, 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 no. Another good friend of mine, uh, Sandy. Mm-hmm. You know, she called me up and, you know, Sammy Murphy, and she's like, oh, we'll do a GoFundMe. I'm like, ah, stop. Yeah. Like, Everybody just stop, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it took me a second. I'm like, all right, dude, you know, I just just lost her job. And, yeah. You know, I can use the help, of course. Yeah. You know, but it's just, a, you know, it's one of those things where it's like. It's hard to take charity. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You know, so, but uh, when Michael brought that up to me, um, you know, Catalan was a little hiatus right now, obviously, because of all well, this stuff that's been going on. And, yeah. You know, our vocalist had a, a heart attack. Oh, man. Yeah, two years ago, yeah. So, so you know, we're kind of split apart right now, And uh, but um, the rest of the band, um, you know, my brother and I, and mm-hmm. bass player, and, and our drummer uh, is actually playing with Michael Reiser and his band now. Okay. So... Uh, Michael brought it up to me. I said, okay, well, I'll tell you what. I said, I'll pick a couple songs and uh, we'll just jump up and do like two songs or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd be itching to get back on stage for sure. Yeah. You know, and uh, so it'll be it'll be fun. You know, Michael will sing, we'll, we'll sing the tunes and uh, yeah. we'll get up there and, and we'll jam. And I just, as long as, you know, you know how it goes. Man. Yeah, you got to like, see how you're feeling, right? Start, yeah, you start to fade out. It'll be nice, right. man, by... You know, eight thirty, nine o'clock. I'm like, man, you're gone. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get tired now, and yeah. you could barely even speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but the good thing is, is that this falls on basically like today. Today it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a day, two days before my my uh, chemo treatment. So mm-hmm. it's on my good week, and uh, I should be if I get there. It's gonna be tricky, you know. I gotta stay away from a lot of people. I'll probably have to wear a mask or something. Yeah. With my white blood count, so you know, and everything right. like that being low, and I'm all these antibiotics. But yeah, you know, uh, I'm gonna do my best to try to be here for the whole thing, or maybe get there kind of a little bit, you know, towards the middle or something. Sure. Um, or just go out and sleep in the car if I have to. You know yeah. Right? yeah. But uh, just so I could be, you know, I could be there and. Uh, and heavy energy, you know. Obviously, they get up there and, and jam out a couple songs. Nobody wants to pass out on stage. No. So, I've yeah. had a few, uh, you know, things where I went out to, you know, doing a, a, a like a baptism for my cousin or something like that, where I just kind of, man, I can't, I can't yeah. even stand up. Right. You know, and you get tired like really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gets hard, especially that pressure of getting up on stage. And as much as adrenaline is there, you know, there's just all these other factors that you normally don't deal with as a musician where you're performing. But just uh, between the energy level and the anxiety kind of working at you, it could be kind of scary, too. Yeah. But, you know, I really get a freaking panic attack while I'm on stage. Right. 
But the flip of that is, though, it's always something to look forward to, too. Like you're saying, you're itching to get up oh, there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know. And I think everybody that's coming to this show, I'm going to be there with my family as well. We're kind of pulling for you. And be nice to see you get up there okay. and shred, man. So um, so how, how how many more cycles do you have left before they, they think it's going to be done? Um, like, what what's left on? Like, do you got, like, another month or so? Or is it another, like, trimester? No, no, no I got longer. I, I'm, I'll be, my very last treatment will be... Uh, on the 17th of November. Okay. So right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. So that's the last treatment, and then obviously scans, you know. Right. How that goes, and then, you yeah. know, we cross our fingers, and if everything is... Then, yeah, they'll monitor for good, fingers, right. Then uh, somebody's got to pull this fucking port out of me because it's pissing me off. Yeah. And then, uh, that's a really I'm gonna I'm gonna share I mean my thing was 15 years ago that is a really anticlimactic experience by the way I mean it's a you, you, the day builds up like once your doctor your oncologist says oh I'm in, you're in remission you're good to go uh, we, we're gonna pull it out and it's like you know getting your teeth cleaned um, I walked yeah. in my oncologist and the surgeon was sitting there and it was comic because they handed me a cup of coffee right and it's probably the first cup of coffee I had in like months so it was just like I just right. they obviously didn't have a taste for it and like make you sick too and then I was right. like I had my cup of coffee and then they're like put your arm out I'm like all right they put I pulled my arm out and they're just like they put like the little uh, towel around it and they're like you're not squeamish are you I was like mm, not really and they just kind of cut it did two snips and it was like stitched me up and it was like see that's not that big of a deal I'm like you know, you're expecting this big like, oh, I'm done, and the thing's yeah. out, and it's just like, no, yeah. no, no, there you go, get out of here. <laughs> Don't want to see they, you. They, not, they put me in twilight when they put the they put it port, in my port. Yeah, yeah, it's in my chest. Oh yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Right my, it's close. Yeah, yeah, mine's like right above my muscle, right under my skin, and then there's a yeah, the tube goes right to my neck. Yeah, and dude, man, I can't, I can't lay no. on my side. No, I feel it. Yeah. I can't lay on this side. I feel, I can't lay on my stomach. Right. Because you don't want to put any pressure on it. Right. So I lay on my back, and I can't stand laying on my back right. when I sleep. Yeah. So it totally screws everything, you know? Yeah. And when I work out, right. you know, like you I have said, to watch I that too, right? I, I get to the gym now every, every you know, I'm a good week, and I get in there and I at least get four or five good days of doing something, but I can't do what I used to do, obviously. Right. You know? You got to slow um, it down and modify and it. Part right? of it is the anxiety of, oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know? Right. Uh, screw anything up so you know so i'm still going through motions or whatever but i can't do like i can't bench press right and i can't do chest like, right especially if my chest gets sore yeah i could really i really feel this thing and then it pisses me off you know yeah. but uh i can't wait i ran into i was actually at the hospital this past week going for my uh pulmonary test mm -hmm. and i ran into the guy that was one of the nurses that put in my port mm -hmm. Hey, dude, what's going on? He kind of looked at me. He goes, oh, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Good, man." I'm, he's like, "I was like, you guys remember me? I was the docking guy." Because <laughs> when they brought me in, it, you know, it was funny because I just walked into the surgery room. You know, yeah. like, "Oh yeah, just come on in." Yeah. And, and I laid there. I just go ahead, lay down here. He goes, "We got Pandora." He goes, "What do you want to listen to?" I'm like, "Dude, I love Queens. I love docking. Dio, can you put?" He goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> and he goes, "Dude, we got metal." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> so I'm like crank it, man, you know. And yeah. then of course they they give me their juice, and then You're gone. some yeah. dude shaving my chest, and I'm like, "Are you gonna buy me dinner later, man?" With that shaving <laughs> my chest, right? You know. And then um, I was like half out of it, dude. The funniest I keep telling people this story is so funny because all I really remember when I started to slip out of it, and yeah. there were all these the, the doctor and all these nurses are hanging around me, mm -hmm. is I just remember Metallica one playing in the background. Oh wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's as, that's as, not that's, very vividly. Wow. As they're putting this thing in me. Yeah. Wow. It was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. That, that's some irony then, right uh, there. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. And then I, I just remember coming out of there, yeah. and my 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 father, he, my dad took me, you know, for this appointment, you know, and I came out, you know, and he's over there smiling, and all he kept saying is, "My son hates." He's got the heavy Italian accent. Yeah. My son, he hates hospital. Right. <laughs> he's like, how you feel? I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, oh, it sucked. I couldn't turn my head. Nothing, you know? Right. And uh, that was like, he's that got was to make a joke, right? Like, feeling violated after getting this thing put in. Right. And now every time I see my oncologist, you know, how you doing? You know, how was your week? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, everything was great. I'm like, I hate the sport. Yeah. You know, they laugh. They all know. Like, I can't. And my one nurse told me, she's like, well, you know, she likes to leave it in for a year. I'm like, well, we're going to have screwing with you. And I ain't leaving this thing in for, for it. My whole thing is, you know, God help me. This is all gone and everything is gone. Yeah. I go into remission, you know, we're done, right? Yeah. I can understand. What did it take you? A couple of months for everything to get out of your system? No. It's it's a little, I'm, I'll be honest with you, man. It, it took me a year to recover. Um, you know, after remission, he, he, to get out of your system, I'd probably say three, six months where, I mean, your stuff for me, the stuff started coming back right away. Like my hair came back right away. I started feeling kind of normal. My tastes and everything kind of started coming back. But that whole process, like where I felt like I was maybe had like 85% of the energy I had before I was sick. It, it took me probably a, a good year to 18 months before I was like completely functional, you know? So, because wow. it's there's so much of it. I mean, um, you know, just so much of that just kind of sits in your system, and it just sits into the fat cells and you have, and you know, whatever stuff in your system. It just takes a while for it to work itself out, and you know, yeah, you know, and yeah, I, I, there, I was just told you know, it takes a few months for everything to kind of flush out. Of you. Yeah. I mean, uh, things might be a little whatever bit. Whatever it is. Yeah, things might be a little bit different now. You know, with the medications and the amounts and the dosages, yeah. where maybe it's it'll be quicker for you. But you know, yeah, I talked to someone um, that went through this just a few years ago. Yeah, and um, she was like, "Yeah, you know, same thing. Did yeah. this, did that, and and I asked. You know, of course, I'm always asking people because right. I'm so like I just want to get back. <laughs> get back to normal, back, right? Get back rolling." You know, because the steroids have gained like yeah. 13, 14 pounds. I ain't yeah. happy about that, of no, course, you no. know. Yeah. And you had you had issues uh, with your taste, right? Oh, yeah. I have none of that. So right. my happy ass is fucking eating anything. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm starving. You know, yeah. the steroids just make yeah. me hungry. Yeah. Then, then, so I'm they, just like, ah, Then they know? do that, obviously, so you keep eating, too. Right. I mean, I gained, right. I gained like 30 pounds during my treatment. It was like, I was yeah. expecting like, oh, I'm going to be like this, like, Wave, you know, like yeah. you know, look like I'm strung out when I'm done with this, and I'm like, no, I. My, <laughs> it's like hey, I actually started going to the gym when I was done. Cause like, damn, I gained like thirty pounds, and it's like I'm not like yeah. sitting. It's not like I'm sitting around per se, but it's just like, yeah, just yeah, the uh, prednisone and all that stuff that they put you on, yeah, yeah, you know, and then uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. I was gonna be all like, I did, that was the one thing I was afraid of, especially for my daughter. Yeah, you know, I don't want her to see me off trail and you know right. whatever. Right. People are like, no, they're like, no, you're gonna gain weight on this. And, yeah. You know, well, at first my doctor's like, no, you're just gonna maintain, <laughs> maintain my ass. No. I lost muscle mass. You know, of course you're not doing anything anymore. Right. You're not. You're you know? pushing it as hard. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's like, ugh. And you look down, you're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, a couple knocks on the belt. 
Yep. And I weigh myself on my chest, 13 pounds, man. Yeah. But a lot of it's all, you know, it's all the medication and crap. Yeah. You know what? At this stage of the game, I'd rather have that. Yeah. You know, and then be dying. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's not tumors. You know, it's it's part of part of the price of admission. You gain a little bit of weight, but you come out so much healthier. And you know, I, my my takeaway that I've always told people too with it is like your appreciation of life, and like you're saying, like the little shit, you just don't sweat it anymore. You don't care. You I mean you, you watch people go through like the little things, and they're just like, man, I I just it's not worth it. You know. No. Family, the, you know, there's right. a lot of yeah. There's a lot of people around that you know. You, you start to find out who your friends are. Well, that's you know? true too. Yeah, and that's just that's the scary thing, you know. Friends, yeah, family. There's there's a lot of people that have all of a sudden poof, they're, they're gone. Disappeared, and you know what? They can't handle it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either that, you know. You just you know you're fighting for your life. Yeah, I don't have time. Right. I don't have time to argue. I don't have time to. That's it. And you don't need the stress, you know. You don't yeah. want to go through all the stress of everything. Right. Your body can't handle it. Yeah, and then on top of that, you got your kids. So it's like, you right. know, it's like, you know, it's all definitely something to live for. But, you know, it's the whole prioritization of things. And, like, we just wouldn't you realize what's really important with that, too? Like, your family, it's like, you know, okay, well, those people that really, you know, they they flaked out or they, they flushed out, well, that's what they were supposed to do, you know. Yeah. Such is life, man. It is. So, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the event. Yeah. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a really cool bill. Um, you know, um, you know, like I said, like, I don't know you well personally, you know, I've known about your band and like I said, you're a monster guitar player and I have respect for that. And, um, you know, I'm glad I, you know, like I said, I have a little empathy for this, but we'll definitely be out to support. Um, and, um, you know, I'll be spinning some of the tracks that you sent over too. I'm going to edit this down probably tomorrow night, and hopefully it'll be up. It'll be late tomorrow night. I'll, I'll drop you a link to uh, cool. the podcast. Yeah, and then I got an internet station I work with. They broadcast a show every Thursday, so it'll be up for that in rotation for a couple of weeks before the actual benefits. So, um, awesome. But man, you know, you're you're going at it with the right attitude. You're um, you, you know, you're strong. You know, you're gonna you're gonna get this, and you know, you'll be all yeah, all the better all better for you know. it. I'm not going to roll over and die, man. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not at this stage of the game. You know, I feel, you know, I don't feel old. You know, 44 no. years old, but I don't feel it. You know, it's, yeah. it's just one of those things that it's like, well, you know, it's the card I've been, uh, mm-hmm. I've been dealt, and it's like, you know, I'm either going to be a fucking pussy about it or I'm going to fucking fight it, you know? Right. I see one of the things that really gets me, man. As I, you know, when I, especially when I go in for treatment, I, was, I, I think about these kids. Yeah. You know, they, they go through this and they're even worse off. Yeah. And then I tell myself, dude, throw some balls. Yeah. Do what you got to do, you know what I mean? And yeah. It, it is what it is, you know? I mean, um, if, you know, if these little kids can go through it and have to go through it, you know, mm-hmm. you can do it, man, you know, and just think of that. And, you know, I've got a few friends that have gone through you know, similar, you know, and uh, it's rough, man. It's rough on everybody. It's rough on family. Yeah. But uh, like I said, one of the things that uh, makes you all stronger really helps me is the blog and everything, too, you know. Yeah. People just, you know, like reading all the crap, whatever, you know, yeah. but it's, you know, just my thoughts and I just kind of mind dump at the end of the night. Yeah. And it makes me feel better to get all that crap off my chest. So, yeah, it's yeah. good. It, it, that's cathartic, you know, and just being able to have that record is something, too. It's just like, you can actually see your growth as a person from when you started to, you know, when you're done with it. So, yeah, either that or go 
somebody will read it and put me away in a rubber room. I don't know yet. But. <laughs> no, it's good, we'll man. It's, it it's good that you're 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 talking about it. Uh, people need to know about it and kind of understand it a little bit better. You hit the nail right. on the head when we were talking about this earlier, where it's not so much the meds, not so much the treatment, it's the psychology behind all of it and managing it. And, yeah. You know, and the, the people part of it plays into a huge percentage of, like, what you're dealing with is, like, just trying to understand friends, family, and relationships and stuff. Um you know, for me, it was, you know, I went through a lot of that and being a lot younger, a lot of my friends were like either in school or just kind of they're finishing up school right. and kind of starting their lives. And, you know, just the time for them was like, oh, I can't deal with this, you know, and right, it, it makes you, you know, and anybody station in life, I mean, dealing with something like that, it's it's going to change you, you know, um, but, yeah. you know, the, the adage of if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he sounds kind of grim, true, but that's sure, that's sure. uh, you, you appreciate that sentiment, you know. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, we're gonna see you at your your benefit show. Um, awesome. You know, uh, good chatting with you. Good luck with everything. Like I said, I think you pull through. Yeah, and I'm glad we got a chance to meet and we got a chance to talk. So we'll see you soon. You got it, my friend. All Definitely. right. Thank you so much for everything, dude. Yep. All right. Good night, man. Catalano Fest is at Q Bar Glendale Heights, Sunday, October 4th. Doors are 3.30. Uh, show starts at 4 o'clock. And uh, address of Q Bar is 2240 Bloomingdale Road in Glendale Heights. Uh, band, the show features Michael Reiser, his band. Uh, Michael Reiser is actually the person who organized the show, along with Reckless and Veilside, who you heard earlier tonight. Convoy, Poke, Leaving Scarlet, and Sealed with a Kiss. There is actually a raffle going on uh, for the show, and um, we will be posting the information about the show on our uh, website at rockinchicago.org and our Facebook page. We hope to see you out there. Thanks so much again tonight for listening to the show. And uh, we're going to be closing out tonight's show with another track from Catalano. This is Gone to Sleep off of their Into the Darkness release. And uh, support local music. See you soon. Cheers. I've seen newborn children with innocent eyes. I've known old people that live long and die. Tomorrow you're still in the way of us